0: I'm Charlie Taylor I'm Ben Carter on but then I run hip-hop by the numbers on Twitter use hip-hop statistics to highlight bigger picture
1: and I'm through to the fifth element highlight the fifth element of hip-hop which is knowledge and cue more not slander we sticking to this
0: have I, not the great one episode account.
1: please go spin it now because that provides a lot of context um but yes hi guys uh, we're not doing uh weekly music round oh we could easily do this. one
0: Absol dropped album of the year we already know that <laughs> we might tweet it out right now fuck it
1: chill out <laughs> so we are recording um well actually little sims dropped album of the year uh, since we're gonna yeah. do that play that game That's we literally true. recorded we were literally recording the day after we did a raekwon episode and in between that little sims actually did genuinely drop on monday uh with a no thank you um so yeah we could we we literally could talk about that after if you spun it um you were saying you're gonna have it had um, chance during yet. the fucking episode i listened um, to yeah. um
0: the first couple of songs and they were f- amazing but then last night i listened yeah re-listened to some of these albums we're going to speak about today yeah, so uh, but yeah
1: we'll 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 leave that for we'll leave that for next week, um or for whatever next week is episodes is, um oh yeah, neighbours. Um so yeah, we'll we'll leave it to them. And uh we're getting into uh some lists. Uh specifically the twenty twenty two as of this recording, uh all group reviewed albums ranked via Metacritic. Um so yeah, Ben, take us away.
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see this because, you know, every single year, bro, look, critics get these ideas in their head. They get theories. They get, you know, certain sounds rise to the top. And the last couple of years has been UK rap. Like, they have been, UK rap albums have been uh, reviewed incredibly well. Uh, Simbi, Dave, like these are, you know, albums right at the top. Um, Getz was up there a couple of years ago, Conflict of Interest. That might have been, was that last year? That might have even been last year. So, it's been epic man and you know I think it's continued the the trend is continued but what I really want to see with this list is yeah what what's going on here like who who's at the top who's at the bottom what sound is sounding cool what sound is not cool anymore uh yeah man I just started off with King's disease King's disease three is the highest reviewed hip-hop album this year with an 88 on metacritic and nine reviews not four reviews like that's a decent amount of reviews like on metacritic so is yeah. it okay. 88, 88. I don't want to. S- I want to see how the other king's diseases went while you talk about that.
1: I mean the others. I mean I'm looking at. I'm just scrolling up and down. So like you know. But I mean a, a majority of them are single digits, which is kind of fascinating. I'd feel like 72 for KD. One like s- there'll be more.
0: 72 for KD. one like, the what's KD1 the, most? Is the best what's one. 86 who has for the most. 86 for KD. But Kendrick
1: has the most reviews at 26, and then oh, L, the most 17. Reviews. Cheat yep. code 17 almost dry 15, and 15. Sick down has there.
0: 17 reviews.
1: I feel like 20, even 26 seems weird. I don't know. I guess, I bet if I looked up film reviews, it'd be around the same number, but I feel like that's really weird. Um, crazy how it's the weird. Whole, this that whole thing weird. bases upon mate at, probably on average, like, Seven reviews?
0: That's so weird actually when you look at it because like how has Sick yeah, gotten that many reviews and something like I don't know YG's got four reviews or Benny the Butcher's yeah. got five reviews or Big Crit's yeah. got five reviews or the game at like that's JID only has six reviews but Earl. Album... has five. What? Like,
1: like, that's crazy. That's I feel like that I feel like that's where we should have begun. It's just like how the fuck have how how have we based something so uh of note to something that aggregates literally less than 30 reviews <laughs>
0: It's actually really hard. Like, like, I, I, did like I, a, I did a bit of a. I did a list
1: because you That's can only have
0: you can only pop up on this list if you have four or more reviews. So I did a little bit of a list of yeah. like albums that I think should be on here, but do not have enough reviews. And for example, I think Red Veil okay. should be on here, but Red Veil obviously doesn't yeah, have enough reviews. But there are a couple of albums on here. Uh, I mean, the, yeah, there's, the, there's plenty of albums, the, but <laughs> they didn't. Have that albums that didn't get enough reviews. Like, let me have a look here. Like uh, King Von. King Vaughn only got three reviews by major outlets. Uh, Action Bronson only got a couple. West Side Gun, H10, did not get enough review. Anywhere near enough reviews. Like zero major outlets what. reviewed it. Yeah, my question is now: it's just like
1: how? What? How many outlets do do does Metacritic actually count as worthy? Because I'm wonder, Like, because I don't review Ozzy shit. Lot. You don't review shit. Um, you know, we talk about them week to week, but that's not exactly reviewing. It's just. Vibes, if anything, um, you know, we if we liked it or not. But uh, you know, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's a weird, weirdly, oddly small. I don't know. I, I've always, I I haven't actually looked at these kind of things like this deep. So so, so I've always, but I've always thought that the data set was reasonably large, but. Yeah. Well, they, do they count international? Pay? Do they count? Is it all in America? Is it all US nah, based, or do it's they UK count? as
0: well? UK as well. Like oh, it, it, wow, two countries. <laughs> like we, when back in like 2012, 2013. we spent a lot of time trying to get on Metacritic when I was working for another website, and I think we ended up on yeah. there in the end. Um we certainly... Le
1: certainly do, do they take Le
0: Monde reviews? Do Le Monde do reviews? Possibly. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You know? No, but I mean, we... You, you, you've, you've, you've contacted them, get them on the phone. I've not more, more than contacted them. I've, uh, I've, I've featured, yeah, in, their, I've featured yeah. in their... Yeah, have been on that shit. Featured in their... Yeah, their stuff. But yeah, man, like, that's Le that's ben. always... That's always a criticism with, with Metacritic that, like, who the fuck cares? Who are these people that are reviewing it? Uh, and that's why yeah. I've never understood, like, why people like Fantano didn't end up on these lists. Like, he's the most... Probably, let's say, he's the most famous reviewer, mu- music reviewer in the entire world. How are we saying that, like, some random pitchfork intern who's writing a scathing review of a Mac Miller album is worthy of being on Metacritic above a guy who's, like, put his actual face on the internet and, like, backed his opinion up? Like, I don't get that. Yeah.
1: Minor note, because we're actually, you know, we're going to get into this at some point, (laughs) of course. But, like, um, I do find that weird. I've always found that weird when it comes to reviews. When, you know, you see the publication... But we need, but you know, we had this conversation similar uh, when it came to Roots Manoeuvre. It's the person that I am trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I want to see the the person's uh uh, uh rank, uh, whatever they've been ranking. You know, what I mean, I want their, I want that, I want their names on it. Fuck, fuck it, uh, fuck doing it about the publications themselves, because obviously, I don't know, it's not they're not a monolith, right? Someone reviewing one. Nas album for Pitchfork is gonna be different for someone who's the next Nas album. And that's the issue. That's oh, a, it, mad that's problem. A, a terminal issue for me. The reason the reason why I can at least mess with Fantano or someone like Sean C, for example, is because it's just them and they are the they are the consistency there. Mm-hmm. Having several people rotate albums and throughout people's careers is just it's just inconsistent to me, um, so that's why I that's why I personally don't uh, vibe with just uh, looking up people's rev- uh, looking up publications reviews. If it's a certain person, then sure, you know, what I mean, you can see the you can maybe see their consistency if they choose to do so. Um, like Fantano, you can see the consistency he does. You can see how he ranks the last Kendrick album or the last Mars album and compare it, and he does that himself, right? But yeah, it's just um. Judging on publications as if they're some monolithic thing—it's just a very weird, very weird attitude that for some reason we've just gone along with all these years. But anyway, I don't. What King's I don't get. <laughs> what I don't
0: get is how KD three has like an eighty-eight, but KD one has a seventy-two like that. And yeah, all three KDs yeah, were were reviewed by different people at Pitchfork, but they all what got around the same get? score. Uh, KD two got okay. 80, eighty-six.
1: Okay, I uh, yeah, I can I can mess with that. I can mess with that. I feel, you know, um, you, I mean, you said your piece several times. I'm not going to speak pieces. on this
0: album. Um,
1: yeah, he, he's you know, yeah, he's, he's well well documented that Ben's hasn't gonna, been a fan. I'm going to yeah, mute my mic. Good, yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> but I personally, um, have rated the recent work. Um, and obviously Magic's there as well. Um, yeah, Magic. Yeah, Magic's I'll, a weird I, one.
0: Magic it? part of hit boy produced magic right so it was yeah, just yeah, like yeah. but it wasn't yeah, it's just an offshoot offshoot it's like
1: still part of their lore i guess but yeah. it's just a random offshoot that they just renamed it magic they just oh, named it magic for no reason um but it's you know it's, it's a similar essence isn't it when you listen to it it's just Nas spitting over the hit boy beats like, it's, it's not no rhyme or reason to it um but but you know here we are um but yeah you know i uh also, we'll see if Kings East 3 make my album this personally. Um, Kings East 2 definitely did. I don't know that for sure. So, I think it was top 5, maybe top 10, maybe like number 6 or something, if I remember correctly. Um, and I didn't have KD1, I don't think, on my album this that, that year either. So, um, at this point, Metacritic, consistent. We go for it. I am okay. agreeing.
0: <laughs> Loyal Kana, Hugo, 87. This is fair, man. Yeah. I, I re-listened to this album again last night and... It's beautiful, and I think it's really indicative of what is happening in UK rap at the moment where they're creating these like really cinematic experiences. It was funny because uh, my partner was listening to uh, Dave's last album the other day, and she texted me, and she's like, this is giving me mad Top Boy vibes. And I said, well, wait till we get to the next season. Wait till Dave's, you watch the season. <laughs> Dave's in it, and I feel like Top yeah. Boy is kind of putting its finger on what's going on in the UK at the moment, and these rappers are just doing the exact same thing, but they're like creating genuine cinematic experiences for me and this album is just beautiful like it's such a beautiful it's beautifully produced uh and loyal khan is almost like spoken word at times just delivering like real sobering truths but it's not like he's not preaching he's not like overacting he's not overemphasizing anything he's just giving us and that's why i think that the the beauty of uk rap is in comparison to us rap is is very frank it's very upfront very simple better it's very yes it's just it's there man it's on there it's it's just like they say it how it is and there's that's the way it is and i think yep. that that loyal khano album is just brilliant
1: it's a brilliant album yep you can all quote me on that i've been saying this for years uk rap on average project for project pound for pound is better than us right now um i've I've said that for years um i feel I the um the pen the pen game is on is is matching um, the best of the best um, and uh, production is just getting better and better. Um, and like you said, the concepts and the spaces these people, uh, these artists are being given now uh, compared to 10 years ago is astronomical. Um, Loyal kind of dropping Hugo is uh, very fascinating, um, especially in context of his uh, personal discography um, because the first two albums, uh, Yesterday's Gone and uh, uh, Not Waving But Drowning. Uh they're very they're very uh introverted i guess in some ways right there's there's some they, they they're more they, muted. you know the first they're more yeah muted. yeah yeah this it's, is it's, more expansive uh, this album it feels yeah this one's a this one's like a short film mm. um and very and a very angry short film yeah i think that's the, that's the that's the word i always come come uh come by when i hear hugo it's just like loyal's angry on this one he's he's energized and not uh, and it's not like i don't think he's ever been um he just has some just, he just has shit <laughs> he just needed to get off his chest with this one and i respect that um that he's uh that he's able to feel like he can do that um maybe he's had this uh concept in in his head for a minute but never actually thought he could do it i don't know but um don't want to put words in his mouth but definitely the fact that he made that jump to um uh, to 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 put some heat behind him to put some heat behind the words and uh, really be punchy um, is refreshing, um, especially when it comes to his discography. But yeah, um, like you said, uh, there are a few UK albums on here, um, probably not as much as in recent years, but um, definitely uh, the entire uh, the entire movement, I feel, is just uh, at a golden age at this point, if I, if I can make that uh, claim. Um, there's just too many too many good eyes um just going by uh and you know <laughs> it's just it's just outstanding to think about uh personally for me um yeah, yeah it's great it's, it's like it's great that you can't you don't have to tie yourself to just us music anymore um, no. you really don't have to
0: well the, it's interesting you say about that because like with regards to anger and, and rage uh he actually told the guardian and i remember writing this down for a tracks of the week he said in, and it was this year in an interview, he said people feel scared to say how they really feel because in the times we're living, they get crucified. I'm trying to unlearn that bit by bit and be more myself and be more yourself, bro, because it's amazing. Like this album is just brilliant. He just took the reins off for this one. It's a great project. Definitely. Uh Kendrick Lamar, I mean we knew this was gonna turn up somewhere. I'm 26 surprised six reviews. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't number one, to be honest. Like uh, Kendrick I think he is just dropping regardless of quality at this point. He's just going to get reviewed very highly. And, you know, this album, we've spoken about it a million times. take. From a million different areas and reasons. And, like, I think since Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick was just set up, he's a critical darling. And everything he drops is going to be reviewed well until he starts maybe really losing it and going in a completely different direction. But, uh, yeah, man, Mr. Morale was a massive concept for him to take on. And personally, I love the album. It's my number one album of the year. Um, but I don't think it's my number one album of the year in the same way that T-Pab was or the same way that Good Kid Mad City was because this album affected me personally in a personal way. The, the, the issues he was struggling with are completely different to mine, but the emotions he was dealing with and the emotions he was, he was feeling, I feel, are quite relatable. And that's where I connect with it. You know, United in Grief is a brilliant opener. And ninety five worldwide. Steppers is a brilliant beat. Uh, Father Time's a great track. Count me out. Like these are all freaking amazing songs. And there's some massive misses on here. We cry together. I will never listen to again in my life. It's a <laughs> horrible song. If that wins,
1: song. if that wins the Oscar for best sure. What are sorry.
0: people? What, uh, we've been through this so many. I don't understand. <laughs> is it just the Kendrick effect? Like if Kendrick does something, it has to be perfect. So this must be amazing in some grand statement. It's just terrible and. I was talking to Charlie about Arnie Diaries off off wax right before. It's another song I'm not going to listen to. Like, but I think it's a brilliant album. For me, it's my number one album of the year.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, um, you know, those two songs especially and um, uh, just, uh, yeah, that, that, I, I when I listen to something, uh, I have to, I, I don't have to quote unquote like it right all all the time um i was just just having a conversation off wax actually where a friend told me that he he only has uh five albums that he can actually that that are no skips for him and i was like that's very sad in my mind that's a low number i find that extremely sad this man does not listen to
0: vinyl he does not buy vinyl he's like oh i've got to skip this track picking up the needle and moving it along imagine that
1: Imagine, bro, uh, no way. Uh, bro. I have, you know, I have albums. You know, I mean, I have Electric Circus. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I'll, let me get it out in a second, oh, but that's um dope. Yeah, I have I didn't it. Know and, you um, had that. Not got oh, universal right. mind Some control though. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shout to please. This is an absolute banger. I'll show you in a sec. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I have, I have albums that, you know, even this. Um, uh, Neo's, um and then life was beautiful, right? Oh yeah. I just got it because I love Neo. Um It's not my favourite Nao album out of the bunch. Um, it's probably my least favourite out of the three. Um, but I have it. Um, you know, I have a, a, a jazz album called Nimbus Sextet Dreams Fulfilled. It's okay. That's dope. I, I just got it because I won a sweepstakes for it. Um, <laughs> you know, I've got it. Uh, but you know, I have. It's you know, it's that's the, that's the love of music, right there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but coming back to Kendrick in this album. You know, uh, will I ever get the vinyl for it? It's a tough one. Maybe I guess just to be completionist about it, right? I'll, I, you know, I'll probably that'll probably be the 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 reason why I'd get it, just to be because I have all the other Kendrick albums. Um, uh, I have damn twice over ten, uh, actually. Um, so you know, send me that might one. Well be completion- I've not got
0: damn.
1: Uh <laughs> edition ready. Um but yeah you know i've got it but i might be completions about it just get mr marauders for a hell of it will i ever play it probably not um it's, but, good in the yeah, war, but... it's just it's just one it's just one of those things right where the way i listen to albums um uh, is is more of a it, i i like to have the complete body of work same uh be listenable at minimum right um if it if it, it doesn't have to be no skips, quote unquote. I feel like there's a grey area for me there. It's not exactly binary. Um, there could be some tracks I'm not into. Um, there'll definitely be probably a couple of uh, ones here when we get down to them. they will be like, yeah, I didn't like that particular track, but I'll spin the album. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not that binary for me. Um, you know, like you said, there are decent tracks here. There are some horrible tracks on here as well. Um, but you know, if if you force me to review it. I would probably be giving it, like, probably, like, three and a half, right? Just because of that. Um, but does that, does my, is me giving it three and a half tell tell you that you don't, you shouldn't listen to it? No. I feel like it's an album that a lot of people should listen to at least once. Give it a go. Um, but, yeah, it's, di- it's different. It's not the Shane binary, in my mind. Um, you know, uh, so while it's not a, while it does have skips very technically for me, um it's an album that uh deserves to be uh spun and or critiqued. So
0: an album like this is interesting because I think it highlights the difference, at least I don't know if this is true for other reviewers and other people who listen, but it highlights the difference in me compared to like the early two thousands where I would have gone out and bought this album on CD and I would have had to skip those songs every single time I listened to it but now I don't have to because I just put it on a playlist without those songs completely. Now, would that have annoyed me enough back in 2002 to say, yeah, nah, this is not that great of an album because I'm just constantly skipping these two songs. And whereas in 2022, I can be like, well, I'm just gonna have a playlist with all the songs except those two and I'm gonna listen to it over and over again. I don't don't know. Certainly if this was the eighties and I had to buy it on vinyl and I had to keep picking the needle up and moving it along yeah because i mean look like i've got all this vinyl behind me like that's all i mean what do you got there i'm i'm obsessed with vinyl man like we're getting into it right now uh, uh, let oh let me get the blur off let me get that's nice uh, but,
1: I like yeah, it. Uh, but yeah uh but yeah it's a it's beautiful a, copy uh, oh oh shout out to please man Best Have you got best B? Place on Earth. um huh have you got B? Yeah, of course I've got B. Come on, give, give me some credit.
0: Yeah, that's um, So lovely. yeah, this
1: is uh, Vinyl Me Please edition. Um, so it's, uh, it's in a uh, uh, basically blue, just a very deep blue. Uh, but yes, yeah, so 15th anniversary, um, yeah, special edition blue. Um, so shout out to Vinyl me Please. So, so Charlie, this might
0: be a good segue into our first ever paid ad. <laughs> So, Charlie, how do you feel about Good Vinyl idea. Me, Please? Bro, don't give me one of my favorite YouTubers the did, the did their the first one, one the day. other day, and I was like, oh, one no, day. no, 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 no. no, We're not going to do this, are we? Like come on,
1: One yeah. day. One day. Vinyl Me, Please. We'll sponsor some shit.
0: All right. Earl Sweatshirt Sick has the exact same score as Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale and The Big Steppers of 17 reviews. Like, if that doesn't tell you that Earl mm-hmm. is... <sighs> critical darling himself and i think this is a brilliant album this is probably for the first half of the year well i know for the first half of the year it was my most played hip-hop album My most played album i think music dropped like oh? mid-year i think electronic uh but yeah man brilliant album i really think that earl did something special with this and the thing about it is he just dropped it and then he dipped again like he was you know he dropped feet of clay in 2019 i barely heard anything from him for two years And then we get this, and I think it's a brilliant album. I think Feet of Clay was the bottom, and I'm not saying it because it's bad. I've got it on vinyl back there. Like I really enjoy Feet of Clay, but I think he's now progressing back to where he was on Doris via Sick. I think this is the start of him introducing more melody into his music, introducing more listenability, not trying to be just completely esoteric over beats that... You know, you listen to them without lyrics on them and you're like, how is anyone ever going to rap on this? The only person who really could rap on this is probably Earl. And so he goes ahead and raps on it. And yeah, man, I think Sick is a great album. I think it's a very listable thing. 2010 is a great song. Uh, I really like this album. I I think it deserves its 85. I'm surprised. I'm very surprised, but I definitely think it deserves it.
1: Yeah, um, I'm not surprised it's up there. Uh, It's 85. I think that's... uh... Pretty, if you asked me to guess a number, I'd probably say something around that, around that number. Um, definitely, uh, definitely an improvement from feet of clay. <laughs> um, I think we didn't like feet of clay, uh, yeah, just for, for, for bro, you got to get feet of clay
0: on vinyl and just put east on some good speakers. Um, That's people not listening to it on good speakers. That's what's wrong. Um, it's it bangs, <laughs> it's a slap, it's a slapper.
1: Not after this that i have to achieve um but yeah uh, major improvement um just it's kind of like some rap songs in some way uh yeah. with its i guess length right? and i'm i like that i like the tightness that um earls have uh, been experimenting with and just uh, being very uh quick with it and uh, i guess it's a matter of replay- replayability right i feel like it is th- this album's incredibly replayable um you can you can you can have it on repeat uh, definitely,
0: I see and, like uh, it on loop. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned some rap songs because I definitely see December twenty four and two thousand ten as being like kind of sister songs. They sound very yeah, like yeah. they're just like they're the the one listenable thing in the in the midst of the electronic haze. You know, it's it's yeah, yeah. definitely. All right, so, man. Yeah, but, Yeah, yeah. It's good.
1: It's good.
0: Denzel, Denzel eighty five. Yeah, love this. This, album. this is an album that I've I listened to when it first came out. Obviously, I thought it was good. That was really good, but I didn't get into it the same way I got into Taboo. I thought that album like just hit me and just dragged me straight in, and I did not stop listening to it. But about four months ago, three months ago, two months ago, I started went back to it and started listening to it while I was running, and I was running long distance, like you know, 16 to 20 k. So I'm out there for an hour and a half, two hours, and this stuff is just this album is just playing over and over and over, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this is straight up brilliance. This is incredible. This is to me. The third best album of the year, I think it's one of, I don't think it's better than Taboo. Maybe it is, it's more lyrically dense than Taboo. I think Taboo, sonically, he took a lot of risks on that album. And I think that's where he let his creativity come out. I think on Melt My I See A Future, he recognized that the instrumentals were not going to break any new ground because he'd already done that on Taboo. So this time he really needed to bring it conceptually with his lyrics. And I think that's exactly what it is. And it's just a freaking meal. This album is brilliant. Yeah. Um I don't
1: think people give um Denzel enough credit in terms of how uh how he's evolved as an artist. I feel his evolution over the past, you know, seven, eight years has been um outstanding to think about. Yeah. Um especially when you just, you know, think of something that's just, you know, mosh pit anthem in ultimate and then and then something like Walk In, right? Um it's just it's night and day. So it's, it's 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 fuller. It's um it's got uh, it's got thought behind it, if that makes any sense, right? Um, even when it comes to something like taboo, um, you know, I love that. I I thoroughly enjoyed that album. I love the uh, just the way it just gets darker and darker and, <laughs> and just more, just gradually gets more metal as, as it goes along. Um, it's a fascinating concept, and it was in my mind just the 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 peak of that of of Zell uh of era of uh, Denzel Curry. And then this one is kind of just a even even it's one of those where you you wouldn't see it coming, right? But but now you've listened to it it's like, "Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of course Denzel would make something like this, right? Um it ma- it makes sense as you, as as you spin in it. It's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he's definitely this kind of person to do that." Um, you know, with the with the cowboy bebop, uh, inspiration, bit of jazz inspiration in there as well, and uh, another, uh, another things as another recipes, um, it makes sense after you listen to it. It's just like, oh yeah, I can, yeah, that that mean, yeah, definitely tracks with who Denzel is, and uh, even though it was, it, as an album, you probably wouldn't have guessed it if he dropped this instead of like Taboo, the, the around the time of Taboo, it would have been very. Surprising, I think. Uh, but after the few in the few years gap since, um, it warranted some evolution, and he actually delivered on it, uh, which is very refreshing. Um, you know, I see, I see someone like you know we give Kendrick that respect a lot um, when it comes to evolution and how every album d- is different for him. Um, but you know, Denzel does the same in, in a lot of ways and keeps it fresh for himself. And keeps it fresh for us. Even the next album, he said, it's going to be an R and B album. Like, I don't know what the fuck that's going to sound like. I don't know if it's going to. It doesn't sound good in, in on paper. Wallets. But, <laughs> exactly. There you go. It might be bulletproof wallets. Kind of tight, kind of vibe. Who knows? But yeah, that shit. That shit doesn't sound like sound great on paper. But I, I'm, you know, go wait and see on that front because um you know denzel's a true artist in that front in that front and you know true artists um managed to do that um they managed to come out of their own shells and create a new and create a new body for themselves if that makes any sense
0: what i love about this album and denzel in general is like we've all been to shows where the energy is crazy and we leave the show being like that was amazing that that gig was like crazy everyone was like fired up And Denzel started his career that way, and he could have continued that way. He could have been very, very, very successful commercially by just making crazy hype tracks. I mean, I don't want to. I'm not saying they're any in any way the same, but look at what happened with Six Nine. Like he ascended to the peak because he was just super hype, super crazy. Denzel has. More talent in his pinky than Six Nine ever had. He could have done that easily, but he yeah, chose not. He's not, not one-dimensional. He chose not to do that. He chose to continue to grow as an artist, and that that voice you exce- just expect to hear it on hype tracks, but he's rapping on everything. And uh, yeah, man, brilliant, 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 brilliant album. Uh, Fly Anakin, Frank. Did you listen to this one? I did not. Hmm. Yeah, it's alright. I did not. It's a good album. It's, it's right Look, man, it's Is the it first full, right? No, it's not. <laughs> look. I don't want to say it like straight. That's just my okay. opinion. You know, a lot of people love this album. A lot of people have this album high. And uh, to me, it was just a bit confusing how it got seven reviews and was reviewed so highly. Like it, it's good, but it's just kind of a bit of a generic one for me. I I didn't think it was. I think it's a good listen. Uh, you know, we've got Nicholas F was great. Uh, there's a I think there's a madly track. Yeah, No Do. That was a good track. Uh, evidence produced Sean Price. I thought that was a really good song. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, it's, uh, I'm not saying it's a bad album at all, but like if you're putting it above like Cheat Codes or it's almost not, it's almost dry, but Few Good Things by Saba J a. D, like the albums we're about to get to. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, the next album is Cheat Codes. Like that's a perfect album. I think Cheat Codes is a perfect album. I don't see anything okay. bad about Cheat Codes. There's no skips. Okay. 17 reviews, uh, there's not a miss here. Every single beat hits. There's not a single missed bar. It's a brilliant, brilliant album. Even Russ, even Russ, turned up on this album and dropped some heat. Like it's a great freaking album, man. I love this album. Uh,
1: so yeah, uh, I haven't I haven't spun Chico since I've since the initial drop week. Um, so uh, I go off that. Uh, I'm gonna spin it again and the next, you know, week or so for the album list. But um I remember the only problem I had with it was literally just um from a I guess mixing perspective where it sounded like the beat was layered on top of uh on top of thought and that was oh, kind yeah, of off putting. I remember you saying um, that. And I, I, I'm not the i I'm not the only person to say that. Um, you know, I've heard other people uh mention that when it comes to this album from a mixing perspective for mastering but um you know, uh, obviously, you know, Blackfall never misses on a on a lyrical perspective. That's, you know, that's going to be a home run regardless of anything. Um, so, you know, the outlier is uh, is is Danger Mouse for me. Um, and, you know, while I've enjoyed pretty much most of what Danger Mouse has done over the past, what has it been, like 15 years or whatever. And um, you know, I've enjoyed most of it. 20, i think. You know see Danger Doom, uh, you know, uh, Great, did, um... was he? Yeah, great album. Uh, 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 even helping me out with the Michael Kiwanuka album, good Niles stuff. Barkley. Um it, it knows, that's the one. I was, I was, I was thinking, I was just like, did he, did he do Niles Barkley? Yeah, Sparkley? It was him, wasn't it? Um, him and him and the uh, uh, But yeah, it's all great. It's all been great. Um, and this is also great, right? I'm not, I'm not saying to share anything. Um, but that's just kind of the only issue I had with it. Um, to say it's '83, and just, an, and just a note: uh, How the fuck did they average a score out if, if no, if, if only like a few publications? judge it out of 100 uh, I, don't, I don't know how i don't know how that works the scoring just, system but i don't
0: know i mean whatever. there's they actually give weight to certain review websites so if you average if you go on their that website that is wrong <laughs> i know if you go on their website and have a look and try and average it out yourself it won't come to their number so they have a form they have a specific formula and they've even said it on their website somewhere i forget i've, I've found it. it's in the bowels of the website somewhere mm. saying we will never reveal our formula it's like okay good okay. transparency right. metacritic thanks for that yeah yeah I don't, I don't, i'm not a fan of that it's, it's not it's double, not the kfc uh, yeah. spice mix is it like come on bro it, like it's not I mean, I mean, trademarked there now <laughs> is it i want that mix man yeah, bro.
1: You can look that shit up. Come on, man. You did it.
0: <laughs> I want that shit. I want that mix. <laughs>
1: there was a uh, fun tangent. There was a show um, there was a show here, over here uh, called, uh, I think it was called Snack Masters. And they'll basically, uh, it was basically they give uh, two chefs, like two, you know, renowned chefs um, to recreate a snack um, just off the bag and um, the ingredients that are on it. Um, so, you know, they've created like, you know, Kit Kat, Monster Munch, stuff like that. And one of them, and they had to create uh, original recipe chicken. Uh, with the supercharger supercharger sauce um and uh yeah they got tom akins to do it and uh, they told him he actually nailed it and then he basically just gave the recipe uh, oh. at the end of the show <laughs> he Sweet. just he just said what the recipe was at the end of the show and we are like cheers tom thanks tom um so yeah it's it's def- even 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 past that it's been it's been it's sad, out surely <clears throat> yeah it's definitely out there But anyway um it's almost dry um, yeah mm. I've, i i, I low-key it's been it's been a minute of mm. uh, if, if just remembering it i'm just like oh yeah that was that was out uh, you know april fuck um so yeah you know obviously it was like half kanye half pharrell produced right and uh i liked that i liked that side of it um especially when people were i mean didn't he drop a second version where it's like he did he yeah. actually
0: splits it up half and half um yeah.
1: so yeah that's 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 kind of cool i i like that um and I like the discourse there was to it. Um it just had it was a fun discourse. So, did you prefer the Kanye ver Kanye side yeah, it was or cool. the or the Pharrell side? It was it was, it was cool. Um Pusher is y yeah, yeah, Pusher. like you yeah, know, like, what 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 can we what are we what what can we possibly say that hasn't been said already? Um, you know, he's uh, he's on point with that. Um Open Sea, I think uh, was my favourite track at the point. Uh, uh and uh yeah, it was just some really good really good shit. Um I feel like uh uh even even I think the production actually kind of um elevated him a little bit compared okay. to something like uh uh compared to even like Daytona actually. Do you reckon? Um Yeah, man, I feel I feel the it, it was it was obviously there was more tracks, obviously Daytona was City <coughs> <coughs> <silly> P <Pete. coughs> um so you know, we're considering this is actually a full body of work in my mind. Um the variety I think just elevates it a bit more. Uh, for me personally. Uh I feel I feel like there's just, you know, a well, factually a lot more to eat and uh it doesn't it doesn't feel like it doesn't it didn't it didn't feel bloated at all. Um I forgot how, how much is on the track list but um yeah. It's 12. it's a it's a solid um it was just a solid doubting. Yeah, twelve tracks. Perfect. Perfect. Diet Coke, dreaming of the past, I call my bluff. Uh, open air. That's the one I'm thinking of. Open, open air, idiot. <laughs> open air. Like, uh, I pray for you, bruv. Come on, malice went off on that yeah. one. No malice went off on that one. That was crazy. Um, so yeah, you know, there's just some there's, there's gems all over that. Um, eighty three. I feel like that should be higher, personally.
0: Yeah. The more that I look at this track list, I'm like, oh, that's right. These are all bangers. But I did give this album a real go, <laughs> and a couple of times, like usually. If I'm listening to an album when I'm running, that album has a lot of replay value because as I'm running, running's boring, man. Like you just run around the streets for hours. You gotta have something to listen to. Like and I did give this a real go when I was running. And yes, yeah, bangers, let the smoker shine The Coops is a banger, neck and wrists. Brambleton is top five beat of twenty twenty two. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, Brambleton. What a beat, man. That's old school for real. Like it's a joke, right? Yeah, dark coat, great song. Uh, Call my bluff, great song. You know, but for some reason, I don't know, it just didn't, didn't, it didn't stick with me the way that uh, Daytona did. And I think it's like I could rap most of Daytona word for word. I couldn't really rap most of it's almost dry. And I, th- I actually think it was Pusha T who was the thing that let the project down a little bit. Um, maybe I'm just a little bit over Pusha T at this point by listening for the last like twenty three years. That could be it. I don't know. You know. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's a good project. I'm not saying it's a bad project, 83, though. I mean, he's on par now with Saba and J.O.D. and More Mother and Open Mike Eagle and Jeshi. These are all 83s and cheat codes. This album's not as good as cheat codes, man. Like, come on now. But the next (laughs) album is Few Good Things by Saba, 83. And this is an album that I think came and went for a lot of people. Everyone, like, listened to it when it first came out. And they're like, this is amazing. This is a brilliant album. And then no one talked about it for the rest of the year, which is insane. I listened to it again last night. Bro, this album is brilliant. This is like that just typical, typical mid-2010s Chicago stuff, man. Like, you know, the no-name stuff. Like that just beautiful Smino. uh, Completely like off-base in comparison to what was going on in hip-hop in 2010. Where it was pushing more towards trap and drill. Chicago was doing these like, again, I'll use the word cinematic. But they really are like these real, like, I don't know all over the place sprawling bodies of work that you know they kind of sound like 60s fucking psych rock albums where you never know where it's going to go next it reminds me of listening to you know strawberry fields or something like that like craziness not knowing where the hell it's going to go next and the thing about a few good things a few good things is there's a brilliant message behind it and saba keeps that message throughout the whole album But he brings all these different sounds in, and he is so adept. And I don't think we realized how adept he was with his last project. You know, I think Care For Me was his last project. And that's a brilliant album, man. That's a brilliant, brilliant album. But I don't think we knew he had this depth of ability. Like, I think he kept it in his wheelhouse on Care For Me. But on Few Good Things, he challenged himself. There's fast flows on here. There's a bit of singing on here. There's slow flows. This is like... You know, very, very atmospheric sections. This are brilliant. There's bangers, straight up fucking bangers on here. I think this album has been overlooked. And for me personally, I overlooked it a little bit. I re-listened to it in the last couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, man, I think this is a brilliant album. I'm going to go back to this album pretty much all through December because I re-listened to it again last night. And I was like, shit, man, that's right. This is a great album. And uh, yeah, shout out Saba because I think this one went under the radar a little bit.
1: Yeah, um definitely think it went uh under the radar for what it is. Um but with that said, uh I while I do respect I think I agree honestly with you for on on most of the on, on most, of you said, uh, most of what you said. Uh, I felt the sprawling nature of it and the very uh, variation uh of tracks throughout is uh, very respectable. Um I don't know why I just came out of it feeling a bit, uh, like I didn't, uh, like I didn't, I I don't know, I didn't get it, or I didn't, uh, feel like I got punched in the chest, right, as as some people were saying. Um, it didn't hit me quite the way I thought it would, um, you know, I remember listening to Care For Me and enjoying the majority of that as well, um, but yeah, you know, I, I I don't know, I don't know about, I don't know why this is one of i think sabas one of those artists where I, I respect the artistry and i respect what he does and uh i agree with you on the you know the <coughs> the chicago element um you know what he uh, uh well, i don't think smino is even chicago but, is he know, not uh, uh, i know I know, I know what you i know i know what you mean he has uh, got uh, that, uh, sound. That, that sound that sounds
0: cause, cuz cause him you know, uh, him, uh, uh Oh yeah, St. Louis stuff like Mariba. St uh, Louis yeah, bro, Saint, Saint that's Louis, that yeah. Nelly, that's that Nelly connection.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, I get what you mean. That Midwest that Midwest uh sound where it's just a bunch of things. You know what I mean? It's like a soup. Yeah it is. Um yeah. it's, just, it's, just a bunch of, it's just a bunch of stuff in there. Um, you know, obviously common does is in my mind just, you know, the epitome of that it's where... so querying stuff man yeah exactly where you can have that you can have the bangers but you can also have that really introspective shit all in one album um you know I, I akin this to something like retrospect for life um you know it has those kind of those kind of elements to me um but even with that all that said while i you know Retrospect for life is one of my favorite Common albums. Um, I don't put it on that. I don't put this on that pedestal, even though I just compared it to it. Um, But I can see it. I can see what people are talking about. I just left the album feeling like just feeling like I wasn't hit like I should have been. Uh, Maybe it deserves another listen, and maybe I will. Um, But yeah, I, I, I don't know about it.
0: Well next we have JID. apologies to Smino too Apologies to the good people of St. Louis. St. Louis. <laughs> that's, that's my bad entirely. Uh, JRD, The Forever Story 83. This is my second number two album of the year. Uh, I remember when it came out, and look, I'm not the I wasn't the biggest JRD fan before this album came out. Not to say that I don't like him or that I don't listen to him, it's just that I haven't really sat with his projects. But this album came out, the day it came out, I put it on running again. And over and over and over and over and over again I listened to it and that first album that first listen experience I got I'm not gonna say it was the exact same as Good Kid Mad City I'm not gonna say that but I had Impressive. those I had those emotions I had those emotions yeah. like I was like bro you know radar into dance now Dance Now is an amazing song but then crack sandwich holy shit and then he just skated the fuck off into the distance. Like, can't, can't Punk Me, Surround Sound is a great track. Uh and M and Sister M together, beautiful, beautiful songs. Can't Make You great, Change, Ari, Ari Lennox, unbelievable. seeing like an angel on there. And then Stars with Yasin Bey after he did the Miss Fat Booty sample, like, that's brilliant. Even, you know, the, the time track with Lil Wayne I thought was great. And then it just got better, Money. Money, money, all I need. Like, come on. It just gets better as it goes on this album. I thought it was fucking brilliant. And it's just held up so well amongst repeat listens. And I think this is his magnum opus. I think this is the album where I think we all knew J.I.D. was capable of doing something like this because technically he's yep. a brilliant MC. Like Just in a, yep. from a technical standpoint, he's singing all over this. I think I did a statistic. It's like 20% of his lyrics are sung on this album. He actually said he went away and got a singing coach to make sure he was on point. And he is fucking on point. Every song on here hits. I saw him live and he played... It um, had only been out for like a week when he came to Australia and uh people were already requesting radar and crack sandwich in the crowd like people were mad hype and when he played radar the whole crowd went the fuck off it wasn't even a single yeah. it'd been out for a week and people knew the words to it like to me that says like this really connected with people and i can talk about it i've done videos on it like i think this is the second best album of the year behind kendrick uh brilliant brilliant fucking now shout out jd yeah i don't i don't
1: i don't um i think uh if you you know say number 2 in your in your list i can't complain about that i feel uh, objectively this is a very top tier uh, hip hop album uh the uh, especially with the addition of 2007 at the back yeah, end Yeah, yeah. you know technically a bonus track but let's just say it's on the album fuck it, um is uh, just really like that that is <laughs> it would have been very it would have felt very empty i think if that wasn't on there um and obviously you know for the first couple of days it wasn't uh, but now it is on there it just rounds it off so perfectly um i do- i don't even hate the good kid Man comparison uh i f- i do feel like this is in some ways yep. a bit of a movie yeah uh, it has that cinematic element that we were talking about with good kid that we have been talking about with good kid and we talked about with hugo um it definitely has that element uh, Brun name, Sister name is just that nine minutes is just outstanding Great. to me, Um, especially Great. as a midpoint for an album. Is uh, just Brilliant. a perfect piece of this. Is one of the best sequenced albums, yep. I think, in recent memory. I'll say that. Yep. Uh, I just it's 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 one of those that you, it's impossible to shuffle. You, you can't shuffle this, like it's no. it, you know, no, some, you albums, this one. some albums you can throw on shuffle. I don't know why you would, but you can. But this is just impossible to shuffle. It should, it should literally have no shuffle button. On any of the platforms, it should be it, it should be impossible to do so, uh, because the sequencing on here is just absolute perfection, um, and I think that really really elevates uh, the whole the whole album itself. Um, all the features I think do their job uh, very uh, uh, eloquently, and uh, yeah, Jid is. Um, I feel like before I before this album, I just considered him a dude that can re- that could that could rap. Really I was the well, same right? as you. Um, you know, yep. technically, he's just very good. Um and I can't. There's there's no denying that, right? Um, but you know, I'm I'm mean, I don't I don't, i do not i do not honestly don't remember listening to the Never Story that hard. Um, yeah, you know, I I, I remember, you know, I know a few people that loved you to death, but I just um, you know, I liked one fifty run one, one fifty one rum. is yeah, so a yeah. <laughs> See now that now that I say it, I'm just like, yeah, he did. He did put that in a rap, isn't it? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. One video, one remembered like, That's, that's crazy. To do. But yeah, that, that's a banger. That's a banger track, and you know stuff like Westbrook and stuff of like that. But the the deep cuts just kind of just fell by the wayside for me, out of one ear, in, in out of the other. But um, the this one, this yeah, one has the deep. Man. The deep cuts are the best part of it in my mind. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's a that's a W. In, that's a W for sure. Um. <clears throat> After we pass 83 by the way do you want to yeah, um, do you want to like n- no do you want just like read out the read out the names in the same numbers and then just uh and then we could pick whichever is our favourite out of the bunch yeah, uh, we can so do that. i think once we get to 8 once we get to 81 we should do that cuz there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of multiples in uh, as we go as we go down but yeah, there's two there's two 82s here so we can Go fire those if you want. Yeah, and, we can. Jesse and Open Mikey and War Mother. We can do those if you want. We talk, a, make
0: it talk about these these three just quickly. I think More Mother's yep. Jazz Codes was a great album. I think, you know, it's very not for everyone. <laughs> no, you didn't enjoy it.
1: No, no, no. It's just not for everyone. Oh um, no, it's not
0: for everyone. It's Miss More Mother. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, not, guys, listen to Irreversible Entanglements album. You'll be fucked up. Like I listened to them. I watched them live fucking crazy yeah uh, it's absolutely outstanding it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a very it's an interesting experience shout out to cheshire holmes who did not stop drumming for about the whole 90 minutes i'm not even kidding he literally drummed for like 90 minutes that's awesome and he wasn't like light drumming he was drumming drumming, drumming. Um, so shout out to Ch- shout out to teshire holmes but um, yeah more about the goes yeah
0: definitely deserves <laughs> 83 deserves to be in the top 10 for me i think you know i've gone back to this album multiple times great album uh did you want to speak more on it or
1: uh, no, no, it's fine. Uh, but I, I was genuinely surprised it got to five reviews. <laughs> Same.
0: I mean, that's the thing. Like, well, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised. Yeah. Well, it's just yeah. Anyway, Open Mike Eagle. It is very, it's very, is very eclectic. I didn't really. I listened to it when it came out. I haven't really listened to it since. Uh, you know, I think yeah, it's, it's not light. I, I listened to it again last night a little bit. It's a good album. It's 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 a good album. You know, it's it's one of those albums you sit with and listen to the whole way through. You know, obviously Open Mike Eagle has done a lot of different types of music and i think this is a good album this is a solid album um yeah i go by i go by if ryan
1: likes it and ryan likes it so um good good
0: shout (laughs) out uh jesse universal credit i didn't i did not listen to this album until last night and a lot of people were telling me i need to listen to jesse and I i did i did this is brilliant this is so good there's so many different sounds in this record like when I first when it first came on I thought I was going to listen to a straight up gangster album the first track like I'm like oh this is going to be like drill and grime and just went in so many different directions and Jesse the entire sorry the entire time was just holding court like very that that kind of UK stuff we were talking about earlier very frank lyrics very open lyrics very uh, you know just upfront about it and objective and it's brilliant it's a great album
1: yeah, he 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 gives me. He's a very he's a throwback. I think um, he see he sounds like somebody that uh, was rapping around the time of like the streets or a um, uh, Skinny Man. Ooh, I feel yeah. like he, Ooh, I, yeah. he he sounds he sounds he sounds two thousands right, and that is very impressive of how throwback he throwback he sounds. Um, but obviously, he talks about a lot of modern thing, a lot of contemporary uh, issues. Uh, even even the concept of universal credit, uh, which um I hold dear to me, uh and I, you know, care about when it comes to uh working class people in this country and uh, what they how they're treated when it comes to stuff like universal credit. Um is 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 yeah it's it's, perf- it's, it's, um, it's, it's a perfect um commentary on uh on modern UK Britain that uh you know is Similar to it, it's very similar to like um Slow Tire's first album, you know, Nothing Great About Britain. This is similar to that. Um, similar commentary, similar vibe. Uh, obviously, music, obviously, you know, it comes to the music itself, probably a bit different. Obviously, Slow Tire was gassed up for the uh, the uh, more punk elements that he kind of quote unquote brought back, uh, to especially to the hip hop scene. Um, but yeah, Jesse goes more obviously more um, traditional route. Um, but even as you said with that. Uh, goes all over the place um, so yeah man sh- uh, shout out to Jesse on that one definitely um, definitely on the album shortlist sure, list for me personally uh, definitely excited to listen to that again
0: yeah the Vince Staples album Ramona Park broke my heart good album oh I think. Vince yeah Charlie look I-, I-, I don't disagree with Charlie like Vince is a, s- a certain way on social media <laughs> and he's not always that way in his lyrical content but I do think that this was quite a delicate album for me this was quite a delicate yep. album There. The emotions that he was dealing with here and the words he was saying and the, the kind of conflicts that were going on within him, I uh, thought it was quite beautiful. And yeah, it's, it's not a banger. Uh, it's not, you know, I think Vince Staples is totally capable of making something like that. I just think he is very similar to Denzel in that way, where he has the capability to be mainstream, but he just chooses to make the kind of music he wants to make, whether it gets picked up or not. He doesn't seem to care that much and I really, really respect that and I think this is a this is a really solid album. I think it's a good sit-down-and-listen-and-let-it-wash-over-you like let it wash over you kind of album with the emotions of it.
1: Yeah, um, I think this is probably the first Vince album that I've thoroughly enjoyed. Um, even Summertime 06, I was just like, it's cool, it's cool, right? Um, and I find that's probably offensive to a lot of people but... Um, I've just, I just don't, I just never got the vibe of um of events until now, uh, until this album. I really uh get like you said, appreciate the sensitivity the uh, approaches this album with, um and uh you know I've always been a uh, big fan of just uh any anything West Coast uh when it comes to the production and uh, he has that in spades um throughout his throughout his career, but um, especially with this one as well. Um, but yeah, man, I feel this is um this is the album that I can actually. You know, come back to i feel when it comes to vince and uh it doesn't really get doesn't give me that uh gives me a reason to stay really um unlike uh from how I felt with the others uh but I still think he's uh <laughs> he's, he's he's a better personality and uh comedian uh, uh comedian uh than uh than, than nice but uh that's just me
0: well the next album is have you listened to it it's gonna draw <laughs> your ire because there's a lot of big there's a lot That's of... What uh, the of There's a lot of... like. <laughs> hey, bro, this is, this, is, this is the album, man. This is the album. There's a lot of bleeped out Finally. stuff, though. Oh, yeah. I, you no, know why pretty. that is, Charlie? Because, Charlie... I don't know if you've said this on Wax, but I think you have. You don't like it when they're bleeping out names. He's actually not yeah. allowed to say names or postcodes. Oh, no.
1: I know. I know. I know. He has a criminal I behavior it. order out against him. Yeah, like, no, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. He legally can't. Yeah. Like, I get why he legally can't. But... If you can't,
0: don't. Don't bother. <laughs> but if about something else, <laughs> you got to admit the twelve-year-old white boys are going crazy for that shit. They're oh, like, oh shit, yeah. oh yeah, shit. yeah, bro.
1: The ops. On Instagram, I saw I saw on Instagram today, um, a picture of Central C, um, who we will potentially get to. Um, I saw a picture of Central C. Uh, he wore a uh, he wore like a jacket from Decathlon. Which is like this um just uh kind of like outdoorsy yeah we got it uh, here. uh sh- yeah, yeah okay good um yeah so for those that don't know outdoorsy outdoorsy shopping clothing and uh, other things where you can get sports hiking stuff like that um uh yeah for the outdoors person in any fashion and um yeah he wore that and it was like fifty quid right and uh, it was sold out <laughs> <laughs> after people clocked that he wore it so they that's that them people yeah i can see people fucking with that for me i don't want to hear you 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 every ew. every fucking bar ew. it's annoying it's just annoying <laughs> it's it's not fun ew. to listen to it's just not it's just not fun to listen to okay i'm sorry i'm being a stickler for it but it is it's just boring it's boring to listen to i get why he's doing it legally he has to do it i get it but if you can't rap about it rap about something else you've got plenty of things in the world to rap about that you don't have to do you don't have to, ew, out. I I eh, 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 eh. it's just not I'm not I'm not I'm not 12 I'm not white I don't care <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I don't wear MX95s I don't care I don't care bro I don't wear uh I don't wear puffer jackets I don't care I just really don't care I don't wear Stone Island I don't wear Canada Goose I just want an album that I can actually listen to the lyrics and actually not hear every every 2 seconds it sounds like a house, it sounds like if you can make it into a house album but I will say in respect to this album I do appreciate the The change up In, in which he made In not just having A full on drill record um, Especially the um, You know The monster yeah. 50 Cent The 52 um, 50, I enjoy that stuff The Pump 101 I enjoy that is stuff I love that banger. stuff
0: Banger
1: Good stuff Great I love it I love the I love the evolution Like we've been talking about um, But Yeah Just, just the ear <laughs> I just can't do it it's, it's just, It takes me out of it I remember walking home to it I was just like Am I listening to the clean version? <laughs> like Fuck <laughs>
0: Same. I thought the same thing too when I first listened to her i like, is he? clean Because exactly. Spotify exactly. does that shit too all the time. It's like fucking right. hell, Spotify, not again. Oh, but... well, that
1: pisses me off, bro. It does. It does. It fucks me off. I was this I think when we were listening to like Ghostface, I was I accidentally listened to like this, the clean version of Supreme Clientele for like oh, three songs. No, no, I was no, like, no. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> is terrible. That shit pisses me off. They need to put it in brackets, man. Like, because the only way you can clock it. Is if you can see The E Little parental advisory In the search Can you see the parental advisory On the corner? There it is That's the one That's the one you want But fuck's sake Right Anyway Good you album not, Good, good album Because I feel like I took that over.
0: No it's a good album I love good this album, album. Okay. I think Um, I don't think it's as good right. As his last album at all Uh, What was his last album? I can't even remember now
1: Made in the Pyrex Oof
0: Oh Now that is an album That's This a is banger. This is a mixtape apparently Apparently this is a mixtape yeah, Commercial well, mixtape whatever. Yeah but commercial mixtape. One, name. two, three, four, five, six, seven singles were released off his commercial mixtape. But anyway. How S- um, many tracks? 16, so nearly half the album. Fuck oh, <laughs> off. But no, I thought you know, I thought the JME, there's some JME influence on this, bro. Like some skeptic JME. There's there's a lot of grime influence on this album. Uh there's a couple of drill yep. tracks. Pump 101 I thought was amazing, but then Hold It Down, I think that was the 21 Questions flip. That was not it, bro. I did not enjoy that one. But you know, this is this is a good album. Moneybag Yo feature was brilliant. Was brilliant. Yeah, that,
1: that was a, that was an underrated. That was an oh. underrated pick. I, I, was, I, I did not see that
0: coming. I was not expecting to enjoy that. that was good. <sighs> All right, that's good. Who do you want to talk about next? I didn't really listen to the Conway album. Conway, God don't make mistakes. I didn't really listen to it, so I can't really say much about it. Yeah. Uh okay. what did you what did you listen to in the 81s? Because I didn't listen to I listened to Conway, uh, I don't really want to talk about it that much. <laughs> I mean Okay, so let's read let's read them out and we'll pick up our favourite. Uh
1: so uh not I Make mean, Mistakes, uh Koji Radicals, Readers to Smile. Good album. How do you say that?
0: I have no idea.
1: I didn't listen American to the Pug album crack
0: group. Pronounced horror.
1: Okay, alright, fair enough. Pick up. Yeah, I did listen know? to it but uh, I,
0: I don't remember it.
1: Okay, uh, currency in Alchemist continuance and uh, Quelqu- christ Death Fame, uh Rock and the El- uh, Rock Marciano and the Alchemist, uh, uh, Elephants Man's Bones, uh, Mickey 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 Blanco, stay close to music and Cakes the Killer Svengardi. Yeah, that's like a great that. name, Cakes the Killer. Um, yeah, uh, I think well, uh, it's kind of easy for me out, out of the other bunch is uh, Code Radicals, Reason Smile. Um I think yeah, that album's just uh outstanding to me. Uh it's a, I, I forgot how I explained it when I initially listened to it, but um I mean we talked about in it Contemporary it Cool actually. I think I brought it up, uh, for Contemporary Cool because um it similar to what we were talking about when it came when it comes to Hugo, um, I just feel like it's a very landmark album for uh uh, for black british uk music um it's not it's not rapping it's not all rapping it's not all r and B's. got funk elements jazz elements and all of what i said before it's a lot it's a it's a it's, a, it's again a a soup of um of a lot of things and uh, i feel a lot of it is very british and um and to say that is to say that it's also multicultural that, you know, having his mother um speak on uh on a couple of tracks and um and having the features that it does, um, is extremely respectable. And again, I don't think this album could have been made ten years ago. Or if it did, um nobody would know what the fuck to do with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, it has a place now it has a place and um that it just made and we're all the better' we're all the better for that um to know that this album can actually exist and have all these elements and people can actually resonate with it and understand it um properly um in the context of uh of, uh, of society at the moment and uh and uh UK music history so uh, yeah that's definitely my favorite out of the bunch
0: yeah that's fair i thought it was good i haven't really listened to it since it came out um but yeah it was good man i think just looking through here i didn't continuance was not what i expected obviously covert coop 2011 is one of my favorite projects ever and i think this is okay but like it just doesn't have that special source that covert coop had death fame Good album, good album. Rock Mariano and the Alchemist, Elephant Man's Bones. Again, another album that I didn't really gravitate towards that I thought I really would. Uh, yeah, just a few albums in here that didn't really hit for me. Uh, the next group is 80s. Megan Tromazine, Central C23, Billy Woods, Ate The Opes. Uh, I'll talk about Tromazine, man, because it's a fucking banger. This is a straight up, straight up, unadulterated, old school banger. I love this album. I love Megan Thee Stallion just skating lyrically. I think that she is one of the most vibrant performers in modern rap music. And every time she drops music, even that's something for the hotties. I think that was this year or last year, 20 tracks or something crazy with her just freestyling. I even like that. I'll put that shit on in in the car. I'll put that shit on when I'm running and doing doing cardio i'm never i'd she done miss for me she does miss i, I haven't heard a miss from her yet and uh, this is just a banger and i think that the underlying message of this album obviously this album is is haunted by what she's been going through and you know this is not the podcast for that there's plenty of podcasts for us to talk about that we everyone knows how we both feel about it it's absolutely disgusting the way that she's been treated uh and it is not condoned in any way shape or form and my thoughts and my heart goes out to her i hope she's okay i hope her mental health is okay and we support her on this podcast and uh yeah man we've got all the support in the world for megan and this album is, is great
1: yeah i think the um the trial is actually beginning today <laughs> it's, really it's cool. today is it okay shit <laughs> yeah it's not i think it started um uh so that's convenient um but yeah i agree with you i feel uh out the bunch um uh, you know i feel there's, there's going to be plenty of people that that consider Ethiops um too low. Um, yeah, that's fair. I feel yeah. people people call him uh, well, not call him, but people you know put him in a, as high esteem as Earl, right? In having that, um, just I feel like they're both in that frame of just that uh a kind of esoteric uh, weird production, but they're you know rapping super deep shit and. You know, it will take you it'll take you years to understand it all Ooh, yeah like that. Yeah, very yeah. very full, very, very, very full meal lyrically. Um but yeah, I can imagine people uh thinking 80 for Athiopsi is t- way too low. Um and I think 80 for Megan's way too low. Um, I think so. I I, I yeah, I, I think I think it's too low. I think um eighty three, eighty four yeah, is probably yeah, better. I agree. Um, but yeah, I think um this is much better than uh, good news, um definitely. Uh I would say out of all all the stuff she has done, I feel good news is probably her worst uh, project. Yeah, that's um,
0: fair. I think that one came uh, amongst genuine, like she was struggling with that album and I think she just didn't have the focus she needed on that album. Yeah, but it's a great album yeah, still. I enjoy it. But there's some good stuff.
1: There's some good stuff. I agree on with there. you, yeah. Um yeah, yeah. It's just um, there's 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 just some I don't know, just uh, decisions. Creative decisions that were just a bit, just a bit off. Um, but Trauma Zine, I feel, was much more focused, and um, uh, and it comes I think it comes back to that conversation that people have when it comes to art, and like, do you have to be damaged to produce good art, right? And uh, you know, <laughs> Good News and Trauma Zine are very two different, <laughs> two very different titles on the face, and even the album covers are very different themselves. Um, so you know, that kind of answers a question in some, in this case, in this vacuum. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very, it's a very interesting album to listen to, very deep, um, but also got bangers. And, uh, the fact that Megan can, uh, traverse those two things, uh, uh and, and, in, and, in between, um, just shows, I think how much, again, we have, we have all progressed in some way. The fact that an artist of Megan the stature literal st- and literal, literal figurative stature can actually do something like this Um, is highly commendable. Um, and I'm happy she's that person to do so. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so yeah, shout to Megan. 79's Samper the Great. Oh, there's some bangers on here. Fuck. Samper the Great, as above, so below. Stormzy, this is what I mean. Brockhampton, The Family, Benny, The Butcher, Tan, Tan, uh, Tan- oh. Talk 4, <laughs> Blackstar, No Fear of time hey. <laughs> um this is a weird one these are some weird talk ones
1: Black Storm. the
0: stormzy one, Oh man that one came and went that was a that was a sleeper for me the, the brockhampton album people were really critical of that album i'm very surprised it got a 79 like people hated that album uh tanner talk 4 at a 79 that's unsurprising i think i don't think benny's been trying to recapture tanner talk 3 or plugs i met because Burden of Proof was not that, and a couple of the other things he's done haven't. But this one, I, I thought it was an update of Tanner Talk 3, and I like that about it. I respect that. I spoke about it at length on the podcast when we reviewed it. Uh, but it's just not in the same vicinity. You know, if, if we're talking Tanner Talk 3, it's a 90, you know. 79, I think, is fair for Tanner Talk 4. I'm very interested to see where Benny goes next, um, because he's going to have to transition. One of the albums coming right up is Freddie Gibbs, and obviously benny i'm not saying they're the same kind of artist but freddie had to transition from the kind of music benny was making into the kind of music he is making now and that transition's fallen a little bit flat for people and maybe that will happen for benny in the future i'm not sure i think tanner talk 4 was a great project to uh add to his discography because there's a lot of survivors guilt in there uh there's a lot of like plunging the depths of emotion that come with being successful after you know doing some stuff that you're not super proud of in your life to get to that point, and uh, I think it's a deep album. I think it's deeper than people give it credit for. Uh, and then there's the Black Star album. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very uh, art, uh
1: rapper of twenty twenty is uh, of the twenty twenties of you, Ben. No. Uh, talk about uh town talk for in such a such a me- uh, midway, um. For me, it's, uh, Samper's great uh, Sampa the Greatest, as, as above, so below. Um, again, her arc from Birds and the Bees has been absolutely outstanding to me. Um, she is, in my mind, one of the best live performers going right now. Um, her shows are just outstanding aesthetically, uh, musically. Energy is all there. Um, and she just puts a lot of time into that. And you can see it. You can see the team she has is just putting such good work into her creativity and uh, building that, uh, building that persona she has for herself. And the album itself is, um, is fulfills that as well. Um, seventy nine is not the score for that. <laughs> fourteen reviews. Uh, seventy nine is just not that Steve's for me. Um, definitely high eighties for me on this one. Uh, if I had to, and um. Yeah, man, it's just uh, some really good features. And so Angelique Kidjo at the end of that, um, it's just really powerful. Um, the the runtime of forty minutes is very tight. Um, Joey Badass on on mask on Denzel on Lane, uh, her sister Angie on uh, Low Reigns, great. Koji Radical again here we here he is on I don't give a fuck. Great, just absolutely outstanding features. They all work, um, and yeah, man, it's just a uh, it's it's very impressive. It's it's a it's a very it's very different from the return, which was very, very meaty and, uh, some would say bloated, um. But this one is just so slimmed down a bit, um, and uh, just really is really focused and uh, highly respectful for that, uh, on that album. So yeah, so that was Sam for the great. Uh, only oh, only 178. Oh, sorry. Talk about bit freddy
0: Well, I got the shirt on man. Got the shirt. Got the got the hoodie on. Yeah. So, oh
1: yeah, you yeah, do. oh
0: look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Got the merch. I think the problem got with the this. I think the problem with this album, because I think it's a really good album. I think the reason why it's a 78 and it hasn't been spoken about since it dropped, is the major label thing. I think you know. I think it was you and I talking about this that he wanted that Grammy. Like he. He wanted the Grammy. like He wanted the commercial accolades for this if album. it wasn't the main reason, it was a bit... It, it was part of, of the reason. It, it and went, they went major. Yeah. It just didn't happen for him because I think it's just a bit of a mess. you got Rick Ross on here. Don't need Rick Ross on here. I've uh, got Boy Wonder, Jake One producing Justice League... Uh, you know, DJ Paul, DJ Dahi, like, you got Madlib on one track, you got Alchemist on the second track, K. is in there, like, it's a, it's a mess, and I think it's a great mess, you know, I think this is a brilliant album, I really do, I think the Anderson Park and Raekwon track, Feel No Pain is brilliant, I think Moneybag Yo, the Too Much track, that is a total miss, that's one of the biggest misses of Freddie's career, <laughs> um, Dark Hearted with James Blake, Brilliant. tough track. Brilliant song. Um, Grandma stove is Music Soul Child decoded with Scarface at the end. I remember when I first listened to this album, I didn't know who the features were. And Scarface came in. I'm like, wait, what? You got Raekwon, Scarface, Pusha T on the same album. You got offset on here as well. Like, I, I just think it was a bit of a mess in terms of a bit of a hodgepodge. You know, it was it's just it suffers from that major label thing of let's get it on 12 yeah. different playlists. You've got 15 tracks. Let's get it on 12 different playlists and boost these streams. He never did that with his last three projects. You know, Bandana, um, Alfredo, and Piñata. That was not the vibe. You know, the, the whole thing was let's get into an aesthetic. Let's get into a sound and let's, like, explore that. On this, every single song is a different sound. And I don't think people were ready for that in the first place. But secondly, I think that that's where it suffered. And... I think it's a good album. I don't think it's anywhere good as those big three, but I think it's been underrated and and underappreciated. I think if Freddie had dropped this before Pinata, if Pinata had never happened, and Bandana and Alfredo, people would love this record. But because of those three albums, I think it suffers.
1: Yeah, um, I'm not. I, I I can't talk. Attest to the uh, how it compares to the others. Um, I guess because. Uh I, I don't know. I I feel I can I don't feel like I can compare it to those, I guess. Um because this comes in such
0: a different Those feel like such collab a albums. Such a you could call vacuum. them You could even call them collab albums. This is not a collab are, album, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the reason why,
1: right? But um this one comes off as, you know, a full body of work in some ways and the others seem much more looser um and much more free. Uh, and this one has a lot you can you can you can feel the amount of thought that went into it all, you know? And uh summertime it's overthinking. <laughs> right. Uh even with you know what I mean uh, bro the from PYS onwards I feel like that's a just a hard that those 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 five tracks at the end go hard. That's a that's a tough finish uh for any album. Um but bro, zipper bags, too much, lobster omelette piss me off loves the just those it. three tracks in particular piss me off i hate those tracks um they just annoy me and uh i you know three against five and then there's also the other tracks that come that come around to it you know feel no pain uh blackest in the room right there's there's some good stuff all over yeah. this and majority majorityly there is more good than bad um i mean i'm even just looking at the bonus edition which i haven't spun but you know, Big Sean a Hit Boy, Schoolboy Q on Gang Signs, Jada Kiss on Black Illuminati.
0: That sounds decent. Yeah, but I don't need um, Rick I Ross. Him, but... I don't need another another you Rick Ross. You,
1: I didn't say him. I didn't say him. I didn't say him. I know, him. Did, did, and did I don't need. It. I don't. No one the needs movement.
0: Big. We, do we need Big Sean in 2022? We... Did... It's not 2012, Charlie. Maybe it's 2022. Maybe, maybe.
1: maybe. maybe. <laughs> hey man i complained i complained it felt, yeah, a little bit big short in there uh, it's fine with me. but uh, anyway uh but yeah uh there's more good than bad factually objectively to me um but yeah i just don't i don't, I don't know I, I guess it feels <laughs> i hate to say it and it feels very trivial to say but it just feels a bit try hard and you know that's no and i get why right but I guess the reason why most people don't mess with it as hard as the pinatas and the bandanas is because those just come off as like Effortless. they literally just recorded that over a few weeks. Like that, that, that feels, that feels more free. And people feel that shit. People feel that energy. This one just feels. I don't even want to say it's overproduced or anything like that. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't think it feels that way. But you can make that case. Um, but you know, like I said, actually, I'll, I'll leave it there. You know, in terms of this. Um, it feels um it feels like a lot of thought a too much thought was put into it, and it kind of uh it it lost the uh the the free flowing nature that Gibbs has i feel um it just uh yeah, but you know he, he you know he probably had to you know decisions to make on that front, and you know he lived with it and whatever um you know we don't know how major label life is all the time, it's different for everybody um but yeah, I do feel like. If he was in his heart of hearts, this was probably came off as a disappointment uh, in how people responded to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think we'll run through a couple of these next ones. Five Dog Forever seventy seven. I thought it should have been a bit higher. Sixty (laughs) eight. Yeah, we're not. Well, I want to flip. I want to just have a quick look at the bottom, but like. Yeah, we'll get... Yeah, the bottom looks great. The bottom looks fun. Flo so we'll Millie... Get there, we'll get there. Flo Millie got a 76. We'll I think that that's pretty high. I thought it was a good album, but... Really? 76. I, I,
1: think, it, I think it should be at least 80. But... You reckon? I, I I mean, for what Flo Millie is, I think she nailed it. Um, oh, I think I she nailed like it. In, but... And... Um, so she's coming down. She's coming down. Da- uh, she's coming uh further. She's a bit further down in this uh, ranking. But um, at forty six we have Rico Nasty, and um, you know, I I said to you right um, I would love for her to just do a straight up just fucking hard rock punk
0: album. Shout out to the dog. See, he he feels it. Remy. But, um Remy, Remy wants <laughs> Remy wants Rico. Remy's like, yeah, punk album. <laughs> shit yeah. yeah.
1: rock out, punk out Rico Pop out, Rico Punk album. But yeah, um compare that to something like Flow Millie, I feel Flow Millie did that. I feel I got what I okay. what Flow Millie people what Flow Millie fans want. Which is that super flexy, that 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 super light voice <laughs> I mean? it's a little bit bubblegum. It's, you know what I mean? And it's a bit plexy. get flexy, get flexy, sexy, get money. Uh, that's that's what we're here for. Are we not. That's what I feel like it yes, fit sir. the bill. You know, it's not it's not album of the year or anything, but it fit the bill. It, it's exactly what I thought a Flow Mealy album would be. I feel like she succeeded in that. So to put it at seventy six, I'm not saying put it a hundred, but you know, okay. I feel like it was a it was a good listen. Yes, um, yeah, but you know, and then uh, you didn't mention Five Dog Forever, which I it's probably fine at 77. Yeah, um it's okay. considering it's of this being album. a posthumous album and uh but you know as a posthumous album goes, probably it's probably one good. of the better ones. Yeah. Um, it's good. Like it's well it's on... sequenced. It's
0: it's it's definitely yeah, it definitely drags well you in. It's um, um yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. it's quite a warm album. It's quite a warm album. Yeah, it doesn't it's, feel it's like a cash weird. grab. And I like that.
1: I like yeah, exactly. I like that. There's there's some TLC on it. Um and I feel that. Not the artist by the way, the Tender Loving Care. Um but yeah, you know, as 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 his albums go, I feel like it was much more positive than, you know, some of the other mainstream ones that we've gotten over the years. Mm-hmm. Um 35 Earth Gang, Ghetto Gods. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, um, tried. Shout to Bra- shout to Brandon who's been with Earth Gang since the early days and uh from how he describes their early shit, um I feel like they've just um departed from that and not for the good. Um I don't know. Uh, I tried. No, I don't. I don't see the USP for them anymore. No, no. Where I feel like they had a USP because but it, just it's, it's, the, it's just generic that, rap duo. Yeah, but it's that I mean? sound.
0: Like the sound has just become too ubiquitous in the underground now. Like that it's too. too common now. Like, yeah. I mean, I I tried with it, but I I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't get there. Enter Galactic, thirty six. Um, yeah, yeah. I haven't gone back to it, but I think it's uh it's a solid album. Uh, cypress hill didn't spin that one i probably did only once but joey badass 2074 yeah that's fair i mean it just can't. i want
1: to listen to it again i haven't listened to it since um yeah and uh, i feel like i don't know man i i i I go back to and we 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 both love all american
0: badass to death oh yeah um and, that was a statement album. That one, I feel. I don't know why yeah, he that went was, back. Um, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Don't go back. In I don't time. mind.
1: I don't. I, I, I don't mind the concept of him going back because when he went back, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was great, right? And you don't say that for when it when it comes to like before the dollars, right? Um, we talk about we talk about Arbor, but we know we talk about nineteen ninety nine, but we never talk about before the dollars, um, and I find that interesting. Uh, but yeah, two thousand. I don't know, man. Yeah, I need to listen to that again. Um, I feel, yeah, I feel, I feel seventy four
0: sounds low, but I don't know. I need to, I need to spin it again. I think drill music in Zion seventy four is way too low, bro. Whoa, way that's, too that's, low. That's raw. That's an eighty five. Like that. I don't know what is going on with the reviewers with that album because that is his. What was that song? Too many rappers are dying. Yeah. That's the verse. Hell yeah. <laughs> How are you going to give it a 74? Like, what was his last... Oh, what, a track. what was his last album? Uh, the Drogas. The Drogas... Drogas yeah, Wave. No, no. Drogas Wave was a crazy album. Did Drogas Wave get reviewed higher than this? Surely. Bro, 73? I, I, that
1: album was so dense. That was the densest shit I've ever listened to. And I still... I, just, Tet- I, I don't go back to it because I was just like... I was so stunned by it. I did not know what was going on. Nah, dual music and Zion. Something about slave ships. It's a brilliant album. I, it's just... Yeah, that, so that was, was a lot. That was, Meekin, that was Drew, a the plan. reason why I like Drew music Zion is because it's just again that condensed nature of it. Yep. Um, it's it's more edible, and you know, I'm not saying he dumbed it down for the dump for the for the plebs, but like you know, he did condense it a bit, and I respect that. And it's much more enjoyable for me because of that. Uh, that I can actually, you know, you can spin it as just tracks. It's it's great. It's good stuff. Um, yeah, the fact that it's in the same ranking as Flohio and I, I don't know if you, you, you spin 070 Shakes. Oh, shake, I love 070 Shakes. You could so, uh, shake. you, you say, say more about that. But, um, you know, I like Flowhio uh, and I like Out of Heart. It's good, but it's not on the same level as Trimish Zion. <laughs> That's just crazy to me. No. That's such a weird ranking. Bro, having 74s. 74. Is... Those 74s are weird. Cypress Hill, Back in Black, 2000, Zion, Out of Heart, and You Can't Kill Me. That's a weird set of it's albums. A mix. That's a, a weird set. The O Seven
0: O Shake album is not as good as her previous record, but uh, it's good. Well, uh, Vivendi? Vivendi is a brilliant album. Like that's an album that I've been back to many, 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 many times. But uh, yeah, it's it's a good album. Drake. Uh, it's not a hip hop album, so we don't need to worry about that. Uh, Rod Wave, Beautiful Mind, Seventy Three. You know, no, it's just nowhere near the level of Soulfly. Fly, Metro Boomin, and Heroes and Villains at Seventy Three. That's kind of expected. Uh, you know I, I don't think I know everyone's been saying I it, was good. it is good but like then these reviews and that's what I mean that's why the discussion around it like why are these reviews getting the reviews they're getting Metro Boomin and Drake are never going to be above a 75 they're just not going to do it the, the the Metacritic guys they can't go back to their Metacritic friends at their Metacritic Christmas party and say, oh, I gave Drake an 89. That You're not going to get invited next year. You're out. You're out of the fucking community because that's just not cool. It's not cool enough, you know? So they're not going to give Metro a high... Like, they're going to put him in the top 40 because they're going to be excommunicated from the Metacritic community. So, you know, that's just <laughs> the way it is. Uh, Rico Nasty, last Ruinous, 73. I think it deserved more than that. I think it was a great project. I think it's very abrasive, very aggressive. Uh, I think Rico Nasty continues to excel, and uh, I thought I was a bit disappointed with that that review because I think that that deserves higher than yep. 73. Uh, Cord A from Bird's Eye View 71. I like the album a lot. I really do. I know that people don't like it, I understand the it- process that went behind it. Uh, he's trying something different, and the thing about Cord A since that album. He's almost just been like randomly flailing his limbs looking for what to do next. He's very similar to Roddy Ricch in that way. Both of them don't really know. They had a great debut and then they followed it up with a disappointing sophomore and neither of them seem to know what the fuck to do next. And I think that sucks. I think Cordae should continue down this path, but I'm not going to continue talking about it because I've talked about this album at length. I like it, but I understand why it gets a 71. Lil Durk's album is 71. Again, now we're getting into the trap albums. You can't give a trap album more than a 75. It's not allowed at Metacritic. <laughs> so Lil Durk, no. Quavo and Takeoff. Is that off, the conspiracy? <laughs> that's the conspiracy, bro. They're not going to give... Even oh, Quavo absolutely. and Takeoff get a 70. Like, come on, that album was good. I Never Liked You. Not a very good album. I, I don't think that. I think Future's just getting a little bit worse every album. And I shouldn't say that because people are going to drag the shit out of me for that. Uh, But I thought this album was pretty boring. Uh, I think his last great album, The Wizard, was great. Uh, There was one after that. Something else. High Off Life. I thought High Off Life was a good album, but he's never going to compete with DS2. It's not going to happen. H gets a 69. Charlie, what do you think about H? I think nothing, bro. Bro,
1: For people that don't know, uh, and I don't think I've ever said this on Wax, actually.
0: Charlie's related to H. Newsflash. (laughs) H is Charlie's good friend and brother. (laughs) Relax, relax, relax.
1: I don't actively look for white dudes.
0: (laughs) No, we know this one.
1: I love this. I thought uh, I've actually never said it on wax, but it's it's implied, right? Uh, I feel like it's implied. Um, But yeah, I don't actively search. So when somebody tells me there's a dude named H from Manchester, Right, and he's dropping tracks that sample Ashanti. <laughs> I might give it a spin, right? Because you get you're getting me there, right? You say Ashanti, I might I'm I'm like who? prick, right? But then you say he's a white dude. Ah, there it is. There it is. There's always something. There's always he's the a white dude who looks and... like
0: an extra from Train Spotting.
1: What an outstanding imagery. That is perfect. That like, is literally. Oh, I mean, the fact that you kind of called him, he looks like a heroin addict, is kind of wild. But we'll leave that there for people that haven't seen Train Spotting. Um, t- uh, Type up Train Spotting Toilet Scene for more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> do, it, do, it, do it. Do it. Do it. Please do it. Please do it. Type up Train Spotting Toilet oh. Scene for more. <laughs> Bend those. Um, But yeah, I, when there's a hype, white guy. I'm, I'm, just, my, my eyebrows prick. I'm sorry. I just can't. There's something to that. I can't. I can't be doing that. You need to give me more. There needs to be more to it. Just the fact that he's white is kind of the thing at this point. I'm sorry. Like I don't think. watches just because he's cocky? He's literally this. He's literally Jack Harlow UK. He, he literally is like he's the cocky guy. Some people think he's hot. Some people think he's ugly. He doesn't dress like you know. He doesn't dress like. Uh, he dressed in track suits, but he can sometimes like you know spruce up for a suit, and it's like move on. Let's, fuck, let's move the fuck on. Moving oh, on. Post Malone, great. Yeah. No,
0: we're not going to even there we entertain go. that. Great. or I didn't listen to that album. <laughs> Little baby, it's only me. Sixty six. Oh, big crit. This oh, okay. That's disappointing. This is this is interesting. I did want to talk about this. That's sad. I, I sixty six. Ah. I tried so hard with this album and I just it does not I cannot I can't find the right setting for it. I, I've tried it in the car, tried it at home while I'm stoned, I've tried it while I've been running, I've tried it while I've been relaxing, I've tried it like every different scenario and i just cannot get it and i don't know why i don't know why is it because is this another one of the ones that he didn't produce the majority of because that's the problem uh, that we, no he produced the majority of this album like he produced the majority of it no okay. it's good i like okay. it. it's a solid album. i want to like it make it. my album
1: list maybe not i want maybe people not to like my it album list, right but it's good it's not forever is a mighty long time right but it's better than them What's he, What's see What's the? What's the? What's the? Uh, what's the other one we, yeah. did we talked about? Uh, like a, few, a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, he, um, the he didn't well, produce. Well, basically, the ones that he didn't produce, right? You know, the EPs. I didn't really rate that. Crit hard. is
0: here. Is the one that we didn't really like. Crit is here. Yep. Yeah. yeah, geez, that was that was a mess. Great,
1: but yeah. that was a mess. But but that got I reviewed. Read, I like, higher than I this, like the bro. throwback nature of this. Yeah, I, I like the throwback nature of this. I don't mind it. Um, you know, I don't think it's be- Crit's best performance lyrically. Um, but sound I like I, I like a lot of it. I like a lot of the sounds coming out of this. Um, a lot of hit, a lot of throwback, a lot of fusion. I'm here for it. It's it's a it's a good background lesson, if anything, and you know that doesn't that's that's a that's a, that's a dub for me. So yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna give it another spin. I feel like it deserves it. But um, yeah, sixty six,
0: no. crazy low, a low age. <laughs> Okay. Below H. Okay, cool. Below H Okay Metacritic. Fuck you. Okay, Metacritic. We see what you're saying, Metacritic. Five year foreign Bible sixty-four. Yeah, man, this was a mess. Uh it was a major label album and it really suffered for that fact. You know, Five Year Foreign, I said this before, like an album is you know, a half marathon. Five year foreign on guest versus is five kilometer sprint, and he's brilliant over five kilometers. But he cannot sustain it for 21 kilometers, and that's cool, you know. I think that the label just did him dirty with this. They did the whole "let's get this on 25 different playlist" thing again, and that's not Five Years' bag, man. Give him fucking 12 tracks with bangers. Get Moneybagg Yo on there. Get Offset on there. Get maybe get JID on there. But no, nah, they didn't. They didn't do that. So he was hampered by the label there. Uh, her loss. Drake in 2162, That is totally fair. Uh, young boy, 62. Coil Array, Trendsetter, 60. Again, another major label album. Another album is similar to the the um, the Lado album, 777. It's like they've just and Favio Lado, Coil Array, three albums are the exact same. They have the exact same treatment. I feel like the the marketing <laughs> for them was just like the literal same fucking thing. Let's just do a bunch of sounds that are trending right now. Get a bunch of random like popular artists and let's just try and get this to 30k let's try and get this to 30k first week that's all they were trying to do let's try and keep this on the billboard 200 for two or three weeks and it just did coil a disservice so I think 60 is fair and I don't think that's her fault I think that's the fucking label's fault then we got RZA did you listen to this this is a wild album bro not it not it I loved it man it's like it's so weird I know uh, I, love and I feel it.
1: like when we eventually get to the reservoir perspective on the Book of Wu, um I feel like it's gonna be the it's gonna be a lot of this where like sometimes the concept's gonna work and it's gonna sound great. but this this guy just went so esoteric with it. And I was just like, what are we doing here? like the 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 it was like a it was literally the most trying it it was like trying to be cinematic. And in some cases it succeeded, but I'm just like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, he, he went too far with it. You know, he, he just went too far into the cinematic realm, and it just, it might as well have just been, just make a film, bruv. Like, just make a fucking film. Like, this, it just, it just it, it, yeah, it's just too, it, it's, it's not polished, bro. It just doesn't, it just seemed like he just said shit, and then... I don't get... I didn't really get the story. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just all over the place.
0: No, I understand that. Uh, the Game 59. Okay, this is just like... <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say about that. That's a ridiculous score. <laughs> the album is great. I mean, it's it's not brilliant. It's not amazing. It's not his best album A 59. And this is the thing with this... Like Everyone's just hopped on the pile on... You're telling me that this album is worse 9 points worse than Post Malone's album. This album is 9 points worse than uh Corday's album. No, like 11, 12 points. No, this is a worse album than H's album. 10 points worse than H. <laughs> That's just fucking stupid. Like that's ridiculous. It's. I think everyone just jumped on the hate train because of the Black Slim Shady shit. And everyone. And that's what I don't get about people. Like, oh, the game. Is I mean, sh- that was that, that was such a weird track, bro. This is what the game does. That wasn't every- even a diss track. I know he it had too much.
1: Re- that was that was a lot of research. He sounded like a fan by the end. He of the is game.
0: a fan, like.
1: Oh, stop! It's like it's a diss track. This it's the not, it's game. Not even a diss track. It's,
0: it's, it's the a game. Dick ride right track. are gonna realize this man is oh, this what he, he did? Does? It. He did it. The first dick ride
1: track. Hip hop is growing.
0: The dick rider.
1: Hip hop is growing, guys. The first dick ride track. Pick up game.
0: I don't understand why, what people expect from Game. That, this is what he's been doing Evolution. literally his entire career. Anyway, <laughs> Nav. Uh, obviously, Nav. <laughs> nav is Nav. Two chains. Dope don't sell itself uh there was half of this album was great the other half was horrendous horrendous i i think he's similar to action bronson although action bronson's album which is not on this list i think should have been on this list because i think it was really really good this year uh but two chains is just like he's just you know he's, he's fallen off the face of the earth lyrically i don't think he cares about it that much anymore i think he's got a lot of other stuff going on uh, YG I got issues. Yeah, that, that one was a miss. The singles leading up to it were just so hit and miss, and that was the problem. Why there's so many producers on it? But it, it's a mess. It, the album is a mess. I don't know if you spun it, there but there's so
1: many people on this album.
0: It's too it's too many different directions it's going in. Like it's just too many different directions. But one, two, three, four. The bottom four we cannot disagree with these. They nailed it. They fucking nailed it. <laughs> the only problem is, how are you giving Jack Harlow a pass mark? Bro, no, 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 no. <laughs> but 51, that's hilarious. God did getting a 43 is fucking hilarious. 43. That's low. That's almost rebirth low. That is low, 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 low. That, that's great. And I find that's that cool. fascinating because I don't think it's that bad of an album. Like, I don't think it's it's nowhere near as bad as his last two but to get a 43, like, what has he been getting in previous albums? I think I think DJ Khaled, I, I don't understand how... Know Major Key was the highest one. What I don't get with with DJ Khaled is, obviously, he keeps coming out. So his last album, Khaled Khaled, was a 58. The one before that, Father of Asad, was a 59. Uh, Grateful was a 61. So he's been getting progressively worse. Major Key was a 67. Um... He's been getting progressively worse. But the problem with DJ Khaled is he clearly has no connection. What's The funniest thing was him saying about Tyler's album, this is mysterious music, I don't hear anyone playing this. DJ Khaled might be the most out-of-touch person in music right now. I feel like he just sits in the studio with famous people and it's a Dave Chappelle, Elon Musk shit. Dave Chappelle had no idea Elon Musk was going to get booed when he came up on stage because he has no fucking idea what's going on in the world like uh, if he had done five seconds of research he would know that elon musk is going to get the shit boot out of him dj Khaled's <laughs> up here saying fruity loops people shouldn't be using fruity loops to produce bro you don't even That's produce well. what are you That's producing well. like let drop the stems bro That's actually as a producer like
1: i'm not even a producer but for him to say that as a oh, DJ at this point, mentalist, um, and say, I say I don't know why I put a quotation marks. So yeah, he actually can DJ. I've seen from scratch like He's, decent, he's right? been doing it for, for
0: thirty years. Like he
1: should. I know. That's I know. Thing. Right. He does. Guys, he does have talent, right? Yeah, he's he DJ. Actually, he's a good DJ, right? But he doesn't DJ. He produces. Yeah. And as a as a quote unquote producer, the fact that he says that is genuinely offensive because it's it's honestly. It's, again, Dave Chappelle, it's like, you pause, like, <laughs> it's like, bruv, the amount of careers that have begun on Free Loops, don't make, you don't make sense, bro, you don't, you, it's actually blasphemy, that is a stupid thing to say, um, uh, it's,
0: uh, yeah, I'm not his, even a
1: producer, that, that just, and even that pissed me off. That was just silly.
0: His lack, silly lack of knowledge, lack of awareness. His yeah, lack, his of, lack awareness of awareness comes like use this gospel remix for example. Okay, the original yeah. is on Jesus is King, and it brought the clips back for the first time in like eight years or something.
1: Didn't he? Uh, didn't he do uh, Outcast as well?
0: Yeah, he did the Outcast thing, but the, I don't think that was this album. I think that was the previous album. Oh, right. Okay. But this album, he he said. I'm going to bring on Eminem. I'm going to replace Clips, their first collaboration in nearly a decade. And I'm going to improve that by bringing on 2022 Eminem. This man has no fucking idea what he's doing. That That is guaranteed to piss everyone off. To the fucking nth degree, okay? There is no way you're going to replace Pusha T and Malice in 2019 (laughs) with Eminem in 20... And Kanye, he keeps Kanye on it, in 2022. Does that not tell you how out of touch this man is? He has no fucking idea what he's doing. Like... Nah, it's just a mess. Total mess. He deserves a forty-three. He deserves a twenty for that album. Like, I don't want to hear any more of this bullshit from DJ Khaled. He's wasting our time. He's wasting people's money. Jay Z gives us like six minutes of brilliance on God Did, but it's completely wasted because it's on a DJ Khaled album. Like, just give it to us to his acapella or something else. Like, we don't need that shit, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, some people get to when we do like a, the Bites yearly roundup. Um, is is just. Rich people, man, I, yep. they, they actually don't get the plot. They don't get they, it. They genuinely don't get the plot in any way. And this is probably one of the most egregious egregious examples of that. To have a producer of note, producer of note, um, to 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 bitch about fruity loops and call Tyler's music mysterious music, bruv sh- sh- get him to listen to jazz codes. <laughs> No, I'm saying like it is, bro. There is some fucking fucking weird music. Go listen to this amp- Antelope R. R. P. Jamie Branch. Like, go go listen to that. Go listen to any fucking crazy ass like rock music that I'm sure Ben could give examples of. Right? It just there, th- Eagle in the grand scheme of things, Eagle no, is just like not. is just you know. It's honestly, bro. It's, it's like it's not, it's not. It's it's not like. What's the word? It's uh, not, not completely.
0: It hasn't disappeared up itself. It's not it's, like it's yeah. Not it's, es- not, it's, it's, so not like, it's not. It's esoteric that it's not. It's not listenable. out of this world. No. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's not out of this world. It's just very. It's it's great in the vacuum of just like who Tyler is, right? And linking it with the with linking it with his with his arc is makes it much much more uh, interesting as a as a, as an album, but. To say that that's mysterious music, bro, you do not know mysterious music. Like, <laughs> like you know, you can listen. If Earthquake can make charts, it's not mysterious, okay? If his mi- if Tyler's song. music can chart, it's not mysterious. That's that's it. Like, it's, it's not. It's literally the definition of mysterious is not that. He's just sound So, man. if it, to him, for him to consider that just is another example of just rich dudes not having the pulse, literally not having their finger on the pulse anymore, and. And just being fine with the roller decks they have, they have at the moment.
0: That's and the only reason uh, why these this album's got embarrassing. Anything. It's actually embarrassing without like uh, I don't. To I call don't, yourself an artist. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing, and it, he should be embarrassed. The way that he's been speaking lately, he just has no connection to anything to yeah. do with what's happening in hip hop right now. And you know that sounds crazy to say, but like this is the man yeah. with all this feature list. I'm looking at it right now. How do how do you get this many features? and just miss the mark, like, literally every time. The only time his songs hit is when you get, like, an out-of-this-world performance from one of the, the artists. But, I mean, even looking at the producer list, yeah. like...
1: If Jay's, if Jay's verse wasn't there, it would not, like... Where would it be? <laughs> Who's talking about it?
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: Literally. Good, great question. Who's talking about it if it weren't for that Jay-Z verse? 100%. Only, only remnant that I was experiencing at that time. It was just... That's the only time I heard about it. It was
0: just people dick in the jay-z verse if you want to compare um, it to something compare it to the metro Boomin album and it's really fucking good like metro sat down and yeah. he thought i'm gonna like create something great and he did he did the exact that like he created something great and he didn't like bloat it out with a trillion features he kept it in his wheelhouse and he made great songs and he sequenced it really well and he made a great album dj Khaled tries to make an album of number one songs and like none of them hit and it's just the biggest mess ever. It's like those hits now, not now 29, hits of 2022.
1: But <laughs> no, that's none, what I call music. None of them are hits,
0: man. Like, it's, yeah.
1: <laughs> now that's what I call trash. <laughs> yeah, he got yeah, Poor old DJ Carlin. He's oh, he's no, Mr. mark, that, bro. What a wonderful finish. What a wonderful finish to have uh, there. I've just, uh, I've just, um, have just, um, me, and, me and Ben going, Duddy Boys. Get the tables on uh, on on DJ Khaled. Do you get that reference?
0: No.
1: Oh, that's a shame. Well, so if you guys know, you know what I'm talking if about. If you know, you know. Um, If you know, you know. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll leave it. We'll leave it um, That was that was that was, that, was, that, was, that was kind of fun. That was good. Um, Enjoyed that. Yeah, that was fun. We should uh, we should do something of that of that nature again. I agree. I uh, don't know what for, but uh, well, maybe maybe next maybe year next when year. career twenty twenty three, whatever the fuck they possibly have, uh, they'll, they'll come out of that. Uh, but yeah, we'll finish there, okay. ladies and gentlemen. Fun, the fifth in podcast network. It's been digging digits. hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm Charlie Taylor, fifth i been Ben Carter. about numbers. Hope you all have a good week. We always try and do the same. But until next time, take it easy, ladies and gentlemen. All right, peace. That sounds like you said R.I.P. <laughs> All right, and we All right, Digging in digits is produced by me and Ben Carter. The show is edited by me. Music for the show is piece and Video Games by Bonus Points. makes the chill music for the to use. Socials for development, hip hop, by numbers, bonus points, and chill music will be in the full show notes wherever you're listening. This has been Fifth minute Podcast Network production. Nice Thanks for spending time with us. We'll just see you next time. We'll dig in. In. A-choo-choo.